KTS Petersburg. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's James Flowers. Good morning. It is 8 o'clock. Hall of Fame forward Elgin Baylor passed away of natural causes Monday. He was 86. Baylor was an 11-time All-Star during his 14 seasons with the Los Angeles Lakers. With a career average of over 27 points and 13 rebounds, he also holds the final scoring record of 61 points. After retirement, Baylor served as the Clippers GM from 1986 to 2009, and his retired number 22 is hanging in the rafters in the Staples Center. Former Tennessee Titans corner Dory Jackson signed a three-year $39 million deal with the New York Giants. This comes on the heels of inking Kenny Galladay to a four-year contract this weekend. Jackson was limited to three games in 2020 because of a knee injury. The Lady Rams of ECU dropped just 32 points in their opening round matchup of the NCAA Women's Tournament against four-seed Indiana yesterday afternoon, 63-32. In their first tournament appearance since 2009, VCU shot just 22% from the floor and were outscored 22-3 in the final quarter. After an opening round victory over Marquette, the Virginia Tech women's basketball team advanced to the second round for just the eighth time in school history. Tonight, they will take a sweet 16 appearance versus 25-2 Baylor at 7 o'clock, which can be seen on ESPN2. Catching you up on some NCAA men's tournament action in Oregon's first true game in the tournament and their first game in 10 days, they appeared well-rested in their 95-80 win over two-seed Iowa. Both teams put on an offensive show, combining for 102 points in the first half. Iowa legend Luca Garza played in his final game as a Hawkeye, dropping 36 points and falling shy of a double-double with nine rebounds. The Ducks shot 56% from the floor and will face USC next weekend. Speaking of the Trojans, the Mobley brothers at Southern Cal were no match for the Kansas Jayhawks, or rather, vice versa. Kansas were no match for the Mobley brothers, combining for 27 points and 21 rebounds on the Trojans' 85-51 dismantling of KU. USC went 11 of 18 from beyond the arc and won the battle along the boards, out-rebounding Kansas 43-27. to Kansas had never lost an NCAA tournament game by more than 16 points until last night. Gonzaga made it 32 straight wins, dating back to last season after their 87-71 win over the 9-seed Oklahoma Sooners. Drew Timmy scored a career-high 30 points, racked up 13 rebounds. Austin Reeves led the way in scoring for OU with 27 points. This is the this is this is the Zags' sixth straight sweep 16, and Oklahoma became the 25th straight team the Bulldogs beat by double digits. The Zags will take on Creighton, who took care of business against Ohio, topping the bag Bobcats 72-58, even scoring across the board for the Blue Jays, all five starters posting double digits in scoring. This is Creighton's first trip to the round of 16 in 47 years. Let's get a check of your Eastman Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. Early morning sunshine will fade behind clouds this afternoon. It will be mild with highs in the middle 60s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. This weather report brought to you by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. For re- rebates or low payments on a new Lennox Home Comforter System, call Herman Allen at 804-746-5853. You're up to date in Richmond Sports Center. I'm James Flowers on 995-1027 ESPN. This update is brought to you by Uptown Alley Richmond. 38 lanes of bowling, 60 video games, live music, great food, and daily fun for the whole family. Online at UptownAlleyRichmond.com. Huddle up, listen up. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black. On 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Let's go, huddle up. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com. Come on, huddle up. Now, here's Bob Black. It's over. The Trojans take it to Kansas. USC is on to the Sweet 16 for the first time since 2007. A blowout, 85-51. And Bert, this was the most impressive performance we've seen and called this weekend, USC. CBS Sports coverage of the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. The call there of the end of the shocker, not because of who won, but by how much. USC over Kansas, worst NCAA lost ever, by far, for the Kansas Jayhawks. And you know what? Sooner or later in the NCAA tournament, there comes a dud of a day. And I would say yesterday was the dud of the day. There were no major upsets. There were really no close games at all yesterday. In fact, every one of them, except one, ended a double-figure victory for the winning team. Only Michigan got tested by LSU, but still wound up winning that game by 8-86-78. Other than that, everything 
in double figures for the winners yesterday. And sooner or later in the NCAA tournament, whether it's in a pandemic-challenged year like 2021 or a normal year, that does seem to happen. Somewhere along the way, with all the great upsets and close games and overtime games we get in the opening first and second round, somewhere along the way there's a day in which it's dominated by the victors and normally the better seeds. And that's what happened yesterday as we run them down, getting to the Sweet 16 in the NCAA tournament. That's how we start our morning brew and the sports huddle. For a Tuesday morning, the 23rd of March, 2021, we now have our Sweet 16 in place for a very unusual NCAA tournament. Good morning. Welcome to the program. It is the Sports Auto. Bob Black here. James Flowers, you just heard, is detailed Sports Center update. He's producing our program this morning. He would love to hear from you and get you on the air with us as well. If you'd like to interact, be a part of the program this morning, talk some NCAA hoops or whatever else might be on your mind. 804-521-8501 to dial us up. That's 521 521- 8501 or text us 804-638-9508. So just to run them down, I mean, I'm sure you've watched, probably watched some or all of the games. Uh, And we'll get into that a little bit about the Monday games in the NCAA tournament and the schedule that the NCAA put in place this year because of the pandemic and bringing all the games to Indianapolis and the Indianapolis area. So we will get into what you think of the schedule in general. But the games yesterday... In case you were working and you did not remember that the NCAA tournament, men's tournament, was on a Monday as well, uh, Gonzaga over Oklahoma. Now, the Sooners actually gave him a pretty good game for a good portion of that contest, but at the end, Gonzaga with yet another double-figure win over Oklahoma, 87-71. So that moves the un- uh, the undefeated and top-ranked Zags to the Sweet 16 against Creighton which beat Ohio 72-58, ending the Bobcats' run after the victory over Virginia. So that sets up a one versus five in the the West. Gonzaga and Creighton, that'll be on Sunday at 2-10. That's a CBS game. We talked about USC, the Mobley brothers leading the Trojans to a crushing 85-51 win over Kansas. That looks like a misprint, doesn't it? When you look on the on your laptop or the sheet or whatever, that just looks like it should be 85-81, something like that uh, with USC winning, but it wasn't. It was 85-51 USC over Kansas. So the Trojans advanced to play Oregon, which beat number two Iowa. Mild upset there. Uh, 95-80 was the final. Oregon looked very rested and very refreshed. There was no rust on Oregon uh, last night, yesterday afternoon, after not playing that first game against VCU. They looked uh, raring and ready to go, and they put 95 on the board. Luca Garza last game with the Iowa Hawkeyes, 15-point loss to Oregon. So that's six versus seven. In the other West semifinal, USC and Oregon, that's the late game Sunday night at 9.45, and why not? you got the two West Coast teams going at it. You might as well put them in a West Coast time slot at 9.45 on Sunday night. I mentioned Michigan beat LSU by 8. Uh, LSU, Will Wade's bunch, did give them a game uh, for quite a while there. Michigan eventually uh, held on to win that one and will play Florida State. They've looked as about as impressive as anybody not named Gonzaga so far in this tournament uh, once they got past uh, UNC Greensboro that was a 10-point game they by the end of that game I was really impressed by Florida State their athleticism basketball ability uh, they pulled away from the Spartans in that first game avoided the upset and uh, rolled over Colorado yesterday 71-53 in the 4-5 matchup which does leave us with one versus four in the east that's Michigan and Florida State That's the Sunday 5 o'clock game on CBS. And then the other two games that ended as blowouts as well, UCLA ended the Cinderella run of Abilene Christian, 67-47. The 11th-seeded Bruins move on to play Alabama. And I guess I would throw Alabama in that category of being one of the most impressive teams right now in the NCAA tournament, um, along with Gonzaga as I mentioned, and USC with their victory as well. So uh, they they rolled. Alabama, the tie did roll, 96-77 over Maryland. So you got the number two seed there in the uh, 
in the East, the one and the two still alive there. Alabama will play UCLA Sunday at 7-15. That's a 2 versus 11 matchup, and that one is on TBS. And, of course, you'll hear them all right here on ESPN Richmond as well, your home, exclusive home of the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. So there you go. There's kind of the rundown from yesterday. If you didn't catch all of the action because it was a Monday and a rather unusual NCAA schedule, and I've seen a lot on Twitter this morning, uh, poll questions, and I'm going to get to ours pretty much right off the top, and just conversation on Twitter about the NCAA tournament and the schedule, the Friday through Monday, as opposed to the traditional Thursday through Sunday, and Mitchell's put that up for us in abstention this morning, virtually, because he's not in yet, because James Flowers is producing this morning. But in any event, our ESPN Richmond poll question, I'm going to get right to it. Put it right in there. Presented by our friends at Uptown Alley. Check them out uh, on Twitter as well, at Uptown Alley RVA. So, do you like the NCAA first and second rounds being played Friday to Monday over the weekend, wraparound weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday? Or are you more of a traditional fan and like the Thursday through Sunday, which is what we all got used to? I think I'm going to click it on now because I think it'll be really hard to get a lot of support for the Friday to Monday, just because it has been so different. And for so many years now, we have watched and enjoyed the Thursday through Sunday. And uh, that that's where I'm going to head on this. I think you like as much of it on the, you know, traditional weekend. And if you're a college kid, your weekend starts on Thursday. You remember that, King? You remember back when you were in college? Remember the weekend started on Thursday, didn't it? And you had maybe one or two classes on Friday, and the rest of the day was free, and then you had Saturday and Sunday as well. I did that my share of the time at Syracuse. I can tell you that. James, you're much more a recent college grad. Did your weekends used to start on Thursdays? Um, for a lot of my friends, they did. For me, I really wanted to keep a consistent schedule across the week. So. Oh, my goodness. You sound so old. <laughs> Come so, on. I know. I know. It's bad. So I didn't really mind Friday classes as long as they were done, like, fairly early in the day. So uh, I, it's very unpopular, and, and that's, you know, my friends did call me a nerd for it, but that's okay. You know, it's all about the scheduling. I'm all about the routine. Wow. Come on. Even I even I did that back in my day in Syracuse. <laughs> I kept Fridays as clean as possible. Maybe one one class so that the weekend could start on Thursday afternoon or Thursday evening. And then you had Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Huh. All right. Anyway, um, so having said that, I, I do like the Thursday to Sunday Um better. I like wrapping it up, kind of cl- keeping it clean to use your scheduling analogy and, and getting it stopped at the end of the weekend then you got the beginning of the week to rehash it all and then move on to the sweet 16 so i'm going to be a thursday to sunday person i would think we'd have to go several more years of friday to monday before that really gains any traction and any support and i think for the most part uh people would rather it be thursday to sunday i I don't know that yet because i haven't i haven't hit submit yet on my vote and we certainly want you to do that as well mitchell just put it up there our espn richmond poll question this morning presented by uptown alley do you like the third friday to monday that we experienced this year or the normal thursday to sunday because i got to admit that even i kind of forgot about it a little bit yesterday and with it being you know a work day and having other things to deal with it was a little bit harder to you know be at the television set at noon on a monday after you've been watching it for three days there are you know when it's just starting on that thursday i think there's a lot of excitement and people find a way to tune in on thursday and and friday so anyway all right so enough of this let me go to the normal thursday to sunday oh i think uh i actually uh, misstepped here ah wow so far and a very uh shallow pool at the moment but the friday to monday is winning a little bit here i'm i'm actually surprised by that about 56 percent and then the normal thursday to sunday about 44 percent. so we'll we'll keep an eye on that i would love to know some folks reasoning why they like that friday to monday thing better i i kind of think the thursday to sunday just works better for me in my schedule but in any event there you go go on twitter and uh check check one of the boxes and we'll update it we'll check back on it uh a little bit as we move along i do have one uh text that i'm guessing this is in reference to uh just getting moving on with the program come on bob huddle up (laughs) 
So I think probably need to get into more of the sports news of the day than anything else. I will do that. I will follow the lead of our texter and move on from that. But, again, go on to Twitter. Brought to you by Uptown Alley RVA. Uh, Which would you like better, the Friday to Monday or the old-fashioned Thursday to Sunday? I'm going to be old-fashioned on that one and go back with the Thursday to Sunday. Uh, all right, there you go. There's your uh, your morning brew for this morning, brought to you by our friends at Pig & Brew Barbecue, North Carolina-style barbecue south of the James, 1313 Hull Street. Their hours Wednesday and Thursday, 1 to 8, and then Friday and Saturday, 1 to 10. And we're doing weekly specials each week with uh, Pig & Brew, one of our great new partners here at ESPN Richmond. Uh, one of my favorites this week, the St. Louis Smoked Ribs side of homemade potato salad uh that is that is indeed one of my favorites got me in the mood to smoke up some ribs st louis smoked ribs side of homemade potato salad at pig and brew barbecue south of the james 1313 whole street you can check them out online at pig let's check out what we've got coming up on the tuesday sports huddle these are today's top stories read the copy please the copy's good just read it this is the opening drive that looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water (laughs) so my texter guy here is actually enamored by our show open when our guy says come on huddle up he thinks that's funny I don't know where he's been all these years because it's been running for like, you know, ever and ever. But in any event, uh, Mitchell had put that together a long time ago. So there you go. I'm glad you enjoy that. It's going to stick around, even though the show is moving. Uh, The Open, I believe, will remain the same. Just as a reminder that uh, ESPN Richmond, we are moving on up. We're moving up the radio dial to 106.1 on April 1st. Uh, 106.1 ESPN on April one. And our morning show, the Sports Huddle, will move to the afternoons from 4 to 6, beginning on Monday, April 5th. Uh, We'll have no show on April 1 because the Braves are playing their season opener against the Philadelphia Phillies. We're off on Friday, so Monday we'll start the week with um, the first afternoon huddle of this go-around. As Mitchell has mentioned several times, uh, this show, the Sports Huddle, with yours truly, started in the afternoon years and years and years ago. So what goes around comes around. So we're going back to that from 4 to 6. And then Tuesday and Wednesday of that first full week in April, the Braves play afternoon games. And as your home of the Atlanta Braves here in Richmond, we'll bring you that. So a little disjointed start, but happy to step aside for Braves baseball and happy to have baseball back and hopefully a 162-game schedule and and hopefully fans in the stands. So in any event, uh, there you go, uh, 106.1, beginning April 1, and this show, the Sports Huddle, afternoons 4 to 6. Matt Joseph stays from 3 to 6. Uh, the programs on 106.1 now are coming over. 7 to 8 a.m. is Jamie King with the Sports King, and then Big Al Coleman with Sports Phone from 8 to 10 in the morning, and then your ESPN programming, and then followed by uh, Matt at 3 and uh, the Sports Huddle at uh, 4 o'clock. All right, coming up this morning on the Sports Huddle, it is a Tuesday, so we will have our regular contributors. Norm Wood will join us here in a little more than 10 minutes. There's some hokey news uh, today that is, um, you know, too bad for hokey basketball, actually. Tough end of the season for them, quite frankly. And unfortunately, we're going to talk some transfer portal. I will tell you this, and after we do traffic here, I'll get into it. For the first time kind of this year, I actually clicked on the transfer portal for NCAA men's basketball, something I really don't want to do because there's far too many names in there already, and it's only going to get worse, and the chaos is already underway. I had a a good conversation with a couple of good basketball buddies of mine last night. I was able to get out with them for a little bit, and we, we did get into a discussion about how bad it's really going to get with the transfer portal spinning out of control and the way college basketball has changed because of the rules and more rules that are going to make it even more flexible for the for the players, for the student-athletes. Somewhere, Andrew Wallace is smiling because he was always the biggest advocate of it, and I wasn't quite as big an advocate of it because I think I saw this coming. Uh, we're just going to have to deal with the names and the number and the volume and the changing of teams of college basketball players. In any event, there is news on that front. We'll talk about it with Norm Wood coming up at 8.30. 
from the Newport News Daily Press, and 9.30, Nick Ashew from NBC Sports Washington will join us. We'll talk some uh, Washington football team and some D.C. sports with Nick as well. All right, let's get a check of traffic. It's 8.19. Thank you for joining us on the Tuesday morning Sports Huddle, 99.5-1027 ESPN. This update is brought to you by Herman Allen. For big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox home comfort system, call Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at 804-746-5853 today. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. A couple of new wrecks have popped up in this busy traffic around town. Bailey Bridge Road, just south of Battle Creek Drive. Police and the fire department out with an accident there. And another one they're hoping to get out of the way in the next couple of minutes. Franklin Street at North 2nd Street downtown. Pockets of heavy traffic still kicking along I-95 northbound and southbound and along 295. 288 still good and Chippenham Parkway is wreck-free on the west side. I'm Jack Hammer on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Save up to $300 on top-rated brands like Sealy and Sleepy's at Mattress Firm right now. And you can get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more. Shop now. Maybe you've got a lucky jersey, or maybe you've got a pair of team shorts that you have to wear during the game, or maybe you've got a hat that's like a lucky charm. Look, I'll make it real simple for you. We are all for it if it keeps you from listening to us naked. That can be kind of awkward. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. So as I said before the break, um, last year or two years ago, I guess now time flies, unfortunately, even through a pandemic. You know, Andrew and I, uh, you know, when we used to co-host the sports huddle here, the Black and Drew sports huddle, we used to be on that NCAA Division One basketball transfer page almost every day. And we would update it. And the number of the volume of names on that list and who was going where. And little did we know, and maybe we did know, that was just the tip of the iceberg. It was just, just beginning. And now it's truly spinning out of control. I want to go back real quick to the 2020 transfer list. There were 1,026 names on the 2020 list of Division One basketball transfers in 2020 for the full year. We are now what? Basically January, February, March. Three days, right? Less than 90 days into the year, and there are already 731 names on the Division One basketball transfer list. I haven't scrolled through the whole thing, but that's all-encompassing. That's every Division One school in the country and anybody who's transferring, whether it's a grad transfer or an undergraduate transfer, um, you know, major, power six, mid-major, low mid-major, all of them. And that number is only going to keep getting higher. And the reason I bring this up is because of the news of our local guy, Joe Bamasil, who has put his name in the transfer portal at Virginia Tech, which is, uh, you know, very disappointing uh, that it didn't work out for him there because I thought he had a bright future there. And when Mike Young did get him into games, uh, I thought he contributed and I thought he kind of fit the role uh, that Tech had for him this year. And I thought he his role would only expand. I know they got a lot of guys coming back, but I still think, you know, he, he could have had a pretty good role uh, with the Hokies. Uh, I have not uh, gotten too deep into it yet to find out what his reasoning was for transferring. I know some of our reporters out there in, in Roanoke and Blacksburg have been able to catch up with him and talk with him, and, and we'll we'll talk with Norm Wood about it in a few minutes. But obviously, local guy from Monacan, um, you know, good-looking player, 6'5", a couple hundred pounds, you know, shooting guard kind of position, small forward shooting guard, something like that. Uh, he will be a good catch for somebody uh, that get that gets him. So we will keep an eye on that. But that's what prompted me this morning for the first time, you know, really in a long time, to take a look at that, that transfer portal. And, I mean, it's just constantly, constantly being updated. And as I look at it, and if you go to verbalcommits.com and then uh, backslash transfers, you'll you'll come up with it. Uh, and, you know, right away my eye is drawn to the school that the – the players are leaving from even more so than where they're going just to see who is really getting hurt the most 
by this transfer portal thing. And uh, I've, I've just actually started to scroll through it. So uh, we'll pick up on it a little bit more. Um, you know, the Kessler kid at North Carolina, that one kind of surprised me. He's put his name in as well. We had mentioned Trey Mitchell at UMass from uh, an Atlantic 10 school would be a big name. He's put his name in as well. And I guess – there's some hope that some of these guys might eventually pull it back, that they're doing this just to kind of get a look and a feel of what's out there and might pull it back. But for the most most part, these guys, when they put their name in the transfer portal, they're gone. They're off. They're, they're going somewhere else. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that as we move as we move forward. And there's going to be more names, and there's going to be names from schools around here. And then hopefully – just because this is the way of the world now, some of these guys are coming to the teams that we like to talk about the most. Who knows moving forward? And, of course, you still have the whole senior situation with guys who otherwise would be done, who now have the opportunity to come back for another year, and who's going to do that, and who's just going to finish up their college career. And I would think there's going to be a flurry of announcements on that in the next few weeks as the college basketball season ends that's the next order of business i would think for coaches and their players would be to sit down with those that are seniors that would otherwise be graduating and see how many of them want to come back so there is all of that and then don't forget the two new rules that are prob that are certainly coming in uh one being the nil uh the name image and likeness uh that is going to be a factor i do believe in where guys go to school uh, you know where they're going to be able to get the opportunity uh, to market their name and their product. I do think that's going to be in part of the decision-making process. And then secondly, the NCAA rule that's going to let everybody transfer once without having to sit out a year, uh, that's going to get this thing spinning even faster. One of the guys I was with last night was like, hey, they got to rescind all this. they got to pull it back. He's an older school guy. Um, you know, they got to tighten it up. And the other two of us were like, that's not happening. It's going in the other direction. It's only going to become more flexible for the student-athlete moving forward. Like I said, Andrew's smiling somewhere in Oklahoma right now. He doesn't know why. All right, anyway, let's take a break. 826, we'll get into that with Norm Wood from the Newport News Daily Press. Talk some Hokies and Who's with him coming up. He joins us every Tuesday at 830. He is straight ahead on the Sports Huddle, 99.5-1027 ESPN. Follow ESPN Richmond to its new home at 106.1 FM starting April 1st. It's the same sports talk and play-by-play you expect us to deliver at a stronger signal on the FM dial. Thursday, April 1st, we're becoming 106.1 ESPN. This is Ashley from Medora Children and Family Services. Learn more about foster care and adoption services by visiting adore-children.com. Buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland has the redesigned 2021 Tahoe and Suburban ready for you to order and drive away. For a smaller SUV, they also have the all-new Trail Blazer and the new Blazer available in all-wheel or front-wheel drive. Let Luck put their 100 years of experience to work for you. Visit them on Route 1 in Ashland, online at LuckChevrolet.com or call 798-9261. Luck Chevrolet, since 1916. Virginia, William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. You run a business and you need better wireless. Three words, no more compromise. With the T-Mobile Business Advantage, you get the largest 5G network, award-winning customer support, and insanely great value. No trade-offs. Right now, get up to 90 days of unlimited free on business plans when you switch via bill credits. Stop in to find out more. Plus taxes and fees for some plans. Complete port within 60 days. Customers over 50 gigabytes per month have lower speeds during congestion. Video at 480p, unlimited on our network. See T-Mobile.com for 5G devices coverage and plan details. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's James Flowers. Good morning. It is 828. Hall of Fame forward Elgin Baylor passed away of natural causes on Monday. He was 86. Baylor was an 11-time All-Star during his 14 seasons with the Los Angeles Lakers, a career average of over 27 points and 13 rebounds. He also holds the final scoring record of 61 points. 
After retirement, Baylor served as the Clippers GM from 1986 to 2009. His retired number 22 was hanging in the rafters in the Staples Center. Former Tennessee Titans corner Dory Jackson signed a three-year $39 million deal with the New York Giants. This comes on the heels of inking Kenny Galladay to a four-year contract this weekend. Jackson was limited to three games in 2020 because of a knee injury. After an opening, opening round victory over Marquette, the Virginia Tech women's basketball team advanced to the second round for just the eighth time in school history. Tonight, they will seek a Sweet 16 appearance versus 25-2 Baylor at 7 o'clock, which can be seen on ESPN2. The Lady Rams of VCU dropped just 32 points in their opening round matchup of the NCAA Women's Tournament against four-seed Indiana yesterday afternoon. And they lost 63-32 in their first tournament appearance since 2009. VCU shot just 22% from the floor or outscored 22-3 in the final quarter. Catching you up in the NCAA Men's Tournament action, Michigan took care of business against LSU, leaving the Wolverines as the only Big Ten representative left in the dance after starting the tournament with nine teams. Eli Brooks and Shante Brown each had 21 as Michigan moves on to their fourth straight Sweet 16. Next weekend, they'll take on Florida State, who punched out Colorado. Speaking of, the Knowles pulled away in the second half, aided in part by Anthony Polite, who scored a career-high 22 points, 53% shooting effort from the floor, contributed to FSU advancing to the Sweet 16 for the third time in as many tries. Abilene Christian's magical run in the NCAA tournament came to a screeching halt after running into the blazing hot UCLA Bruins. Having lost four in a row coming into the tournament, the Bruins earned their first regional semifinal appearance since 2017. 67-47 was the final there. Alabama used a huge second half to pull away from Maryland down the stretch, propelling the tie to a 96-77 victory over the Terps. Jaden Shackelford had 21 points. John Petty had 20. Aaron Wiggins put together a 27-point performance for the 10th-seeded Terrapins. Rough day at the free throw line for Maryland, draining just 3 of 7, while Alabama was a perfect 10 for 10. Let's get a check of your ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. Early morning sunshine will fade behind clouds this afternoon. It will be mild with highs in the middle 60s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Arno. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Save up to $300 on top-rated brands like Sealy and Sleepy's at Mattress Firm right now, and you can get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more. Shop now. You're up to date in Richmond Sports Center. I'm James Flowers on 995-1027 ESPN. Lessons of Richmond presents the NCAA Basketball Tournament. Heard exclusively on ESPN Richmond. The action never stops at Bet MGM. Hoops and hockey are hot, and baseball is right around the corner, so it couldn't be a better time to take a shot in an easy 100 from the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today using code SIRRJ100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on the Wizards versus Knicks, and if either team hits a three, you'll win. No matter what your favorite sport is, it's always showtime at Bet MGM. Get in on the fun with innovative parlay selection builders. Daily promotions, boosted art specials, and much more. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use code SIRRJ100 to win $100 in free bets when you wager $1 on the Wizards or Knicks to hit a 3. Bet with confidence and turn game days into paydays at BetMGM. Paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older. Virginia only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. UFC 260 is a can't-miss event. Every punch, kick, and knockout means so much more with a DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is offering all players a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up the points. Download the DraftKings app and use code KJZ to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code KJZ. Only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Need a quick quality haircut? Cut for Guys is a full-service men's hair salon offering precision haircuts, massaging shampoos, waxing, hair color, and straight-edge neck shaves. Locally owned and operated with three locations to serve you in short public across from Regal Cinema, Melothian and Westchester Commons, and Mechanicsville Turnpike near Tractor Supply. Cuts for Guys is clean following all COVID mandates to keep you safe. Walk-ins welcome or call for an appointment today. For more, go to www.cutzforguys.com. 
Lux Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of the Sports Huddle with Bob Black. Mornings on ESPN Richmond, 516 South Washington Highway in Ashland. Online at LuxChevrolet.com. It's the same sports talk and play-by-play you expect us to deliver at a stronger signal on the FM dial. Follow ESPN Richmond to its new home at 106.1 FM starting April 1st. Let's get to our Herman Allen hotline for our first contributing guest of the morning on the Sports Huddle, 99.5, 102.7 FM, 950 AM. ESPN, his regular appearance with us on a Tuesday morning. Norm Wood from the Newport News Daily Press, tracking all of the March Madness and the college basketball. We're going to get right into it. Good morning, Norm. How are you? I'm great, Bob. How are you? Very good, thanks. Appreciate your time, as always, this morning. Rather than starting with the games that are being played on the court, I guess somewhat the breaking news out of Virginia Tech, and it's been kind of a rough end of the season, quite frankly, for the Hokies, both on and off the court, is the transfer news of Joe Bamisil leaving after just one season. What do you make of this, Norm? I know he didn't play in a lot of games, but really did seem to be a guy who could contribute somewhere down the road to the Hokies, and just reading some of his quotes and comments, it just feels like he looked at that roster and thought there was some handwriting on the wall that his playing time wasn't going to get significantly better anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, if you just if you just look at the depth chart, I mean, they've, they've got a lot coming back in the backcourt. Um, and, I mean, I understand that we live in an era when guys don't want to wait, and that, that's, you know, that, that's not unique to uh, Joe Bamisdale. I mean, there's, you know, guys all across the country that are like, like that and want to play right away, and, and I understand that's just the way it is these days. So, um, but, you know, you got Tyrese Radford and Nahima Lean and Jalen Cohn and Hunter Couture and Darius Maddox all coming back and, Sean Padula, a kid from from Oklahoma, who was a nice recruit coming in for that backcourt, and oh by the way, a guy that averaged almost 18 points a game at Wofford this season, uh, Storm Murphy is, is transferring mm-hmm. as a graduate transfer to, to Tech, and you know he's he's played for Mike Young. You know you know uh, Mike is going to want to see Storm on the floor some and see what he's got there, and you know Wabisa Beatty has not said what he's going to do. I mean he's a senior this season. But um, you know, NCAA has granted all players an extra year of eligibility, so you know he's he could have a chance to to come back. So um, you know, it, it, there's there's just a lot of bodies back there, and um, I didn't even mention you know Cartier Jada, who who, who it, I, I would imagine have not heard much from him. I mean, he's grad transfer, and he opted out after the first four games of the season. Don't know if he's planning on moving on or not, but that's another guy we need to hear from in, in Tech's backcourt. So. You get it, you know. If you look at all that, you do. You do understand. You, you average less than nine minutes a game this past season as a freshman. You only played in thirteen games. Had some nice outings against Longwood and, and against Miami. We scored eleven points each, but just never really made an impact um, in terms of, of uh, you know getting into the starting lineup. Never started, and um, just wants to obviously wants to go someplace and make an impact right away. Tip of the iceberg, too, right? I mean, this is uh, this is what we're going to be talking about a lot. We could probably fill every segment yeah. and every show talking about this moving forward in college basketball. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we even touch on you know Walker Kessler, mm-hmm. the kid from UNC, he's seven foot one, two hundred forty five pound kid um, that I know Mike Young at, at at Tech would would you know absolutely love to have in Blacksburg. He'd, I mean, he openly advertised after the loss to Florida in the first round of the NCAA tournament that he wanted a big man uh, with the one scholarship at the time that they had to offer because he, he would love to play Kevin Aluma, you know, exclusively at the four next season. And Walker Kessler would definitely fit into what they do in Blacksburg. And you don't think Tony Bennett in, in Charlottesville would love to replace seven foot one Jay Huff? Seven foot one Walker Kessler. I mean, totally two very different players, but uh, you know, you're replacing a big guy with a big guy there, and that's. I mean, those are those are two guys that you you have to think, and Tony Bennett and Mike Young are going to be interested in that. So, again, we cannot go down the list of you know, everybody in the transfer portal, but like you said, this this would be a um, this would be about a sixty hour conversation if we did. Well, let me have one more question about it, and then we will move on because sure. you, make it, you make an interesting point here by throwing out names of schools in the same conference 
as yeah. the guys who are transferring, and that used to be taboo. As much as anything else, that was the one thing that you weren't doing and coaches weren't going to do to other teams in their conference, and now even that norm seems to be thrown out the window as well. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's you know the ACC kind of opened the door for that mm-hmm. this season with, with the rule that they have uh, sort of done away with, uh, that, that guys, you know, don't have to sit out. Um, you know, if, if you're if you're transferring intra conference, um, you, you don't have to sit out a year. Um, and and they, I guess that was what just a couple what, last week, week and a yeah. half ago. Mm-hmm. So they they or they got rid of that rule. So now guys can can transfer from you know, like we said, you know, what, say UNC to, to Virginia Tech or UNC to Virginia, for example, and you know, you can play right away. Whereas in the past, it was always you had to sit out at least a year, so or you had to sit out one. Should I say one year? So, um, so yeah, that, that gives everybody the green light. Go. <laughs> All right, let's go to the games then. Uh, Normwood Newport News Daily Press with us on uh, the Sports Huddle on our Herman Allen Hotline. Well, let's stay on on the hokey topic then, and uh, just kind of observations and thoughts on how this season on the court ended for Virginia Tech in the game against Florida. And uh, you know, when they hit the shot to send it into overtime, I think you had yeah. a pretty good feeling. And then you lose guys to foul trouble, and they just didn't have enough horses on the court at the end of the game, did they? Exactly it, Bob. I mean, they just didn't, and and they they just couldn't couldn't produce a secondary score late in the season. It seems like when they needed one consistently, Naheem um, Aline was out of his mind in that game. I mean, that was just a just a uh, an otherworldly trans uh, performance for him, should I say? Um, I got to think that he may find his way into the one shining moment montage with that three point uh, shot at the end of regulation. Um, to get them into overtime against Florida. But um, you said it, you know, Kevin Luma, Justin Mutz get into foul trouble late in uh, the second half and filing out and, and not being on the floor for the final three minutes of overtime, obviously, as a killer for Virginia Tech, uh, which, which needed all hands on deck in that situation. Uh, again, they didn't have a really consistent secondary score. And I just think, I mean, Mike Young alluded to it you know, after the UNC loss in the ACC tournament, that conditioning certainly played a role. He did not use it as an excuse. But when you play four games and I think it was 41 days like they were when they went into the Florida game, it just has to play a role. I mean, you can't help but not be sharp um, when you're just not on the floor very much. And um, I think that, that certainly took a toll down the stretch. It's, it definitely looked like it took a toll with Kevin Aluma. He was not great in the postseason at all and really seemed to lose a lot of steam in, in those last three or four games. So, um, so yeah, just not exactly the way they wanted to go out. But, you know, I think you can, you know, everybody's dealing with the same things. But, but I know the COVID situation really hit Virginia Tech hard uh, in the last month of the season. And I think you can pin a lot of this on, on, the, on that situation. Uh, echo the same thing for UVA in a shorter time frame, smaller window that last week of the season and just how difficult. All due respect to Ohio, obviously a very good team, but I, I, I think it was very obvious. I think you could watch it on the court and see the impact that it was having on the Cavaliers. Yes, no? Yeah, I mean, they were even more, you know, they were, they were even more acutely affected by it. I mean, here they are immediately coming off of a quarantine break where, you know, they had one day, one full day of practice for for a, a, a high quality offensive team from Ohio. I mean, top thirty in the nation in terms of offensive efficiency uh, coming into the NCAA tournament, and five players averaging in double figures and all that. A lot of teams, you know, four or five players averaging double figures, but um, not a lot of teams have a first round draft pick potential uh, player in Jason Preston, um, who had darn near triple double in that game, but. You know, it was all the same earmarks that a lot of teams that have come off of a COVID break uh, have dealt with this season. Uh, looked like they lost their legs a little bit in the second half uh, in, in Virginia. Um, they got a they, they they had a player get into foul trouble and and had to sit for seven and a half minutes in the second half. And Jay Huff, uh, who did not go out the way he wanted to, obviously in his final game um, of his college career on the offensive end. And couldn't shoot well. I mean, that's what all these teams, it seems like, other than Florida State, 
who obviously scored 105 points in their first game back from their long COVID break against NC State. Almost every other team, it seems like, certainly in the ACC, has had issues coming back from the COVID break when they've uh, shooting the ball. And UVA comes out and shoots its worst uh, shooting uh, percentage of the season, 35%. You know, they're up by seven in the second half, you know, about less than 14 minutes left, playing great on the defensive end at that point. You're feeling good about it. But then they have their worst shooting drought of the entire season almost at that point. Um, 11 straight misses from the floor, and Ohio goes on a 16-2 run, and, and it turns it around at that point and runs away. So, um, yeah, I mean, just all the typical COVID issues that a lot of teams have faced, Virginia got hit with all at once. So I think that'll be the overlying answer to my last question, and that is to kind of frame how you think this NCAA tournament is going to eventually be remembered. I think it would be hard-pressed to get beyond the pandemic and the challenges of that, but whether it's a Gonzaga team that runs the table, becomes our first unbeaten team since Indiana in 76, or they lose, ending their undefeated season and run for a national championship, or one of these double-digit Cinderella upset teams, just how would you frame what you think we're going to see by the end of this thing in early April. Well, it depends on where you're from, right? I mean, if you're <laughs> if you're from the if you're from the Commonwealth, you're you're only going to remember the, the the COVID situations, mm-hmm. you know, with everything that UVA had to go through there, going just going into the NCAA tournament, and and like I said, the four games in 41 days for Virginia Tech, and then VCU, you know, poor VCU with their situation. That's the most heartbreaking situation of all to deal with. So. I think we all know what we're going to think about this state when we look back at the at the 2021 um, NCAA tournament. But yeah, the story is still to be written with this tournament. And man, it, I mean, it seems like we are we have all we have two different storylines. We have this this peripheral storyline of all these uh, you know high seed teams or upper seed teams getting to this point and and framing a really interesting Sweet 16. Um, but this, the other storyline is this, this sort of, uh, unstoppable barreling force that Gonzaga has been thus far, just sort of laying to waste that other storyline. You know what I mean? And, and they, they just have a different switch. And, and when they seem like they get in a little bit of trouble, um, or things get a little tight, uh, like they did early on, maybe against Oklahoma the other day. Um, they just have a they, they have the ability to, to, to put put the floor uh, put the gas pedal down on the floor and, and go and unlike anybody I've seen in years um, and and obviously that starts with with Suggs and, and Timmy and Kispert and and uh, a, a really great tactician in Mark Few um, the ACC's best hope I think is is you know we've got Syracuse and FSU in there. But, man, Leonard Hamilton can play everybody on that roster. He played 15 guys last night in that win. So, um, you know, I, maybe they can give – maybe they can, they can, they can make, uh, you know, make it interesting here. But, um, you know, it's, it's going to be tough to stop Gonzaga. Absolutely. Uh, we're not going to stop. We'll keep talking about it in the weeks ahead, Norm. Uh, thank you for this morning, and we'll talk some more college basketball, but I think we're going to move on to some football and other topics in the ACC with you as we move forward. Thank you this morning. Talk to you in a week, Norm. All right, Bob. Thanks for having me, man. Have a great rest of your week. You too. Norm Wood, Newport News, Daily Press, our regular Tuesday morning 8.30 contributor here on the Sports Huddle. He's on our home Herman Allen hotline. Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, serving the Richmond community for more than 50 years. You can call them at 804-746-5853 if you need a great plumber. And again, heating, cooling as well. 746-5853 and online at Herman Allen Plumbing. .8.48 Sports Huddle gets you to the top of the hour after the break. 99.5-1027 ESPN. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. A couple of new wrecks have popped up in this busy traffic around town. Bailey Bridge Road just south of Battle Creek Drive. Police and the fire department out with an accident there. And another one they're hoping to get out of the way in the next couple of minutes. Franklin Street at North 2nd Street downtown. Pockets of heavy traffic still kicking along I-95 northbound and southbound and along 295. 288 still good and Chippenham Parkway is wreck-free on the west side. I'm Jack Hammer on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Save up to $300 on top-rated brands like Sealy and Sleepy's at Mattress Firm right now. And you can get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more.
Shop now. You love getting out in this nice weather, and you love listening to us, so why not do both? Exactly. If you've got your phone, you've got us. Hello? Listen to our live stream at ESPNRichmond.com. Catch every NCAA basketball tournament game on all 70 high-def TVs at Uptown Alley, 6101 Brad McNear Parkway, or online at UptownAlleyRichmond.com. Experience amazing during the December to Remember sales event at Lexus of Richmond. Hey everyone, it's Mitchell Bradley. There's always that one team that ruins your bracket. That's why this year I have been betting on the tournament with FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. Because on FanDuel, you get your first bet risk-free. It doesn't matter if you're betting on the underdog or the favorite. New users get $1,000 in site credit back if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel has odds on all the action with games both day and night and that easy-to-use app, multiple deposits and fast withdrawals, and always on promotions, your next chance to win with FanDuel is only minutes away. And if that's not enough, FanDuel wants to make you a millionaire. Yes, you. They're giving away $1 million to one lucky better. You and existing users get an additional shot at the payout every day you bet on the tourney. So do like I've done. Take a shot at becoming a millionaire or even a thousandaire. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Just use promo code Mitch so they know it sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code Mitch. You must be 21 and up in President of Virginia. No purchase is necessary. Restrictions apply for the $1 million drawing. Risk-free offer for first online real money wager only. Site credit is non-withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Serving Richmond and beyond for over 20 years, Bonaire Shell features a full line of automotive services. Check out bonairshell.com. Loaded with coupons, specials, and more to see all that they can do for your car and your peace of mind. And now with their Fuel Rewards program, you can save at least $0.05 cents per gallon on every fill-up. Learn more at fuelrewards.com. Go see the team at Bonair Shell, 8762 West Huguenot Road. Go to bonairshell.com or call them at 272-3232. That's 272-3232. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact the domestic litigation firm of Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Richmond area attorneys, a partner men can count on. Online at CordellCordell.com. That's CordellCordell.com. Office in the West End. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Of course, we have everything you need for that big brake job. Right now, you can save 15% when you buy any Duralast brake pads and any two Duralast rotors. It's a great way to save while you take on the full job. Oh, and one tip. Go for a nice, easy drive after you finish the job. It'll help break in your new brakes. For more tips, visit AutoZone.com DIY. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Virginia. William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. Reason number 87 to choose Diamonds Direct over any other jeweler. Free service for life with no fine print. That's right. When you buy your engagement ring or any piece of jewelry at Diamonds Direct, you will never have to pay a dime in the future for sizing, cleaning, or routine maintenance. Even if she accidentally knocks out a side accent diamond, Diamonds Direct will replace it free. Now, other stores claim to offer warranties, but the catch is they won't honor it unless you bring your ring in for regular inspections. But at Diamonds Direct, inspections are never required. There's no gotcha clause, no fine print, no looking for ways to void the warranty. Plain and simple at Diamonds Direct, we stand behind what we sell and we're committed to servicing it at no charge for life, period. It's all part of our commitment to provide you with the ultimate in value and total confidence. Diamonds Direct, the jeweler you can trust with a no-questions-asked 100% free lifetime warranty. Come see us to learn more. Short Pump West Broad Village, where Richmond gets engaged. This update is brought to you by Ariana's Italian Restaurant. Stop by for homemade pizza, pasta, and daily specials. 700 North Shepherd Street in the Museum District. Or order online at ariannasrva.com. This is no April Fool's joke. ESPN Richmond will be heard exclusively on 106.1 FM starting April 1st. And 
beginning in that time frame. The sports huddle will move to afternoons from 4 to 6, beginning Monday, April 5th, as part of our changeover to ESPN Richmond 1061 on April 1. But for the time being, we're still here in the morning. Bob Black with you here. James Flowers producing 99.5-1027 FM, 9.50 AM ESPN. Was just scrolling through ESPN.com, and after each day of the tournament, each round, they've kind of reseeded the remaining teams. I think Myron Metcalf did it today, uh, and reseeded the 16 remaining teams, meaning how would you rank them one through 16 moving forward and uh, I found it kind of interesting Uh, obviously Gonzaga will remain number one as long as as they're playing in Michigan and um, Baylor two and three in the reverse order of that which I'm fine with that Um, Gonzaga Baylor and then Michigan after that um, as as impressed as I was with Alabama they have Alabama as four and you know I love Loyola we all love sister Jean but I love the way Porter Mosier coaches that team and Cameron Crutwig and the way those guys play so I I am impressed by Loyola I think that might be a little high at the fifth best remaining team and you know that old saying that you're never as good as you look when you're going good and you're never as bad as you look when you're going bad well I think that applies to their sixth team but not to their seventh team if that makes any sense. I don't want to talk out of both sides of my mouth, but they got Villanova right now as number six of the remaining 16, and I just think that's a little bit high for that team. I know they've they've had two double-digit wins to start the tournament. They have looked very good. They were the trendy pick to lose to Winthrop in that first round, and they put that game away early in the second half, and then they had a, a blowout win in game two as well. So I can understand where you're coming from when you look at Villanova and you go, wow, look what the Wildcats are doing. They still have injury problems. That's the one that I would agree with that old adage, that you're not as good as you look when you're going good. Uh, the one that um, I would probably go in the other direction on is Florida State. I actually think they're better than what we're seeing, and they've got them ranked as seven. So they got Villanova six and Florida State seven. I do think Florida State is a team that eventually could give Gonzaga a run if they can get that far. They get Michigan, obviously, in the Sweet 16. So we'll find out if I'm right or wrong right away. Because if they can get by Michigan, that's a team that I think is peaking at the right time, Florida State. Um, and they've been pretty solid all year long. But I just I love their athleticism. I love the way they play together. Uh, so that's a team, you know, if I had to pick one from the middle of this pack of 16, and and obviously they're flying the ACC banner, them and Syracuse. Um, Syracuse they list as number eight, uh, ranking the top 16 that remain. So the two ACC schools right in the middle, Florida State and Syracuse. And I, I hate to say this because I love what Syracuse has done. I mean, it's been tremendous. It's been gratifying as a Cuse grad to watch them as the way they play together, how hard they're playing. Uh, and obviously great shooting uh, from guys like Bayheim and Gerard for sure. But, I mean, if you asked me to pick between Florida State and Syracuse right now, I would take Florida State. Uh, but I do like the way Syracuse is playing. There's no, no question about that. But they are an 11 seed uh, going into this thing. And then the rest of it, just to round it out, they got Houston at 9, Arkansas at 10. No issues there uh, with either of those teams. And then Oral Roberts at, at 11 uh, have played really well. I'll tell you what, after what they did last night to Kansas, USC as the 12th uh, best team of the remaining 16. Might be hard to argue that. You you might want to move them up a little bit. But one game does not make you, obviously. But still, when you beat Kansas by over 30, uh, you probably deserve to move up a, a little bit. But I, I get USC because they came in as a six, um, actually, out of the West, you know, West Coast. We got a lot of bias against them here, but... Still, that's you beat Kansas like that. Uh, you deserve to move up a little bit. Oregon was their 13th. Oregon State was their 14th. UCLA still at 15. And Creighton was 16 out of the 16 teams. Uh, and that's probably still going back to their Georgetown loss uh, in the Big East uh, tournament. That that you know They lost that game by 25 points or so. Uh, so there you go. I thought that was kind of interesting to reseed the top 16. Certainly can't argue at the top with Gonzaga, then Baylor, and then Michigan. Then I think you can get into some discussions. As impressed as I've been by Alabama at four and Loyola at five, there are some teams. And you know then I, then I would have a little conversation. I'm not quite sure what Villanova is at six. I would probably have them a little bit lower and Florida State, quite frankly, a little bit higher. 
Uh, anyway, thought it was kind of interesting. Go to ESPN.com slash men's basketball, and you can find that story for yourself as well. All right, 8.58. Let's get a Sports Center update. James Flowers has that. We will flip it over to the 9 o'clock hour of the Sports Huddle for a Tuesday morning. Hope you're able to stick around with us. Or if you're just joining us, hope that you'll be with us until 10 o'clock this morning. Don't forget Matt Joseph's Border to Border, brought to you by Colonial Downs Racetrack, coming up at 3 this afternoon. 99.5-1027-FM, 950-AM ESPN is where you are tuned as we hit the top of the hour on the Sports Huddle. This update is brought to you by Lux Chevrolet, family owned and operated since 1916. If you're shopping for a car or truck, buy it from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland. The UPS store is every ink for small business and for confidential information. Quiet, check out shredding services. The UPS store. Shredding services are provided by Iron Mountain Information Management, LLC. The UPS store franchise locations are independently owned. Visit the upsstore.com slash shredding for details. Buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland has the redesigned 2021 Tahoe and Suburban ready for you to order and drive away. For a smaller SUV, they also have the all-new Trail Blazer and the new Blazer available in all-wheel or front-wheel drive. Let luck put their 100 years of experience.